Hello and welcome to Evening Prayer for Saturday the 4th of April. We'll be using the liturgy from the Methodist Worship Book and my name is James Eaton Challoner, a Methodist minister based in Shrewsbury here in the UK. Again, we gather together even though we are separate. Despite the physical distances between each one of us, our prayers ascend as one and join with the prayers of all God's people. And it's good to gather together, to know that we pray and God hears. So we gather ourselves in a moment of quiet to simply rest in the presence of God and offer to him all the events of this day. Be swift, O God, to save us. Come quickly, Lord, to help us. May my prayer be like incense set before you and the lifting of my hands like the evening offering. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. Recognising that however much we try, we cannot help but sin. We come to God in confession. Most merciful God, we confess to you before the whole company of heaven that we have sinned in thought, word and deed and in what we have failed to do. Forgive us our sins, heal us by your spirit and raise us to new life in Christ. Amen. And this, friends, is the good news that if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just and will forgive those sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Amen. Thanks be to God. Cry out to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come into his presence with songs of joy. Be assured that the Lord is God. He has made us for himself. We are his own, his people, the sheep who feed his pasture. Come into his gates with thanksgiving, enter his courts with praise, give thanks to him and bless his name. Truly the Lord is good, his love endures forever and from age to age he is faithful. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. And now a prayer for the evening. O God, in whom there is no darkness, with whom the night is as the day, enlighten us by your presence, that waking or sleeping, we may dwell in your peace. In Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our psalm for this evening is Psalm 46. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains shake in the heart of the sea, though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river 
whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be for ever. Amen. And a reading from the New Testament, from the Gospel according to St John, John chapter 12, verses 45 to the end. The plot to kill Jesus. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. But some of them went to the high priest and the Pharisees and told them what he had done. So the chief priests and the Pharisees called a meeting of the council and said, What are we to do? This man is performing many signs. If we let him go on like this, everyone will believe in him. And the Romans will come and destroy both our holy place and our nation. But one of them, Caiaphas, who was high priest that year, said to them, You know nothing at all. You do not understand that it is better for you to have one man die for the people than to have the whole nation destroyed. He did not say this on his own, but being high priest that year, he prophesied that Jesus was about to die for the nation. And not only for the nation, but to gather into one the dispersed children of God. So from that day they planned to put him to death. Jesus therefore no longer walked about openly among the Jews, but went from there to a town called Ephraim, in the region near the wilderness, and he remained there with his disciples. Now the Passover of the Jews was near, and many went up from the country to Jerusalem, before the Passover to purify themselves. They were looking for Jesus and were asking one another as they stood in the temple, what do you think? Surely he will not come to the festival, will he? Now the chief priests and the Pharisees had given orders that anyone who knew where Jesus was should let them know so that they might arrest him. And we give thanks to God for those words, words from a page which point us to Jesus, the living word of God. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord. My spirit rejoices in God, my saviour, who has looked with favour on his lowly servant. From this day, all generations will call me blessed the Almighty has done great things for me, and holy is his name. God has mercy on those who fear him from generation unto generation. 
He has shown strength with his arm and scattered the proud in their conceit, casting down the mighty from their thrones and lifting up the lowly. God has filled the hungry with good things and sent the rich away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel to remember the promise of mercy, the promise made to our forebears, to Abraham and his children forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and shall be forever. Amen. And so we come now to our prayers for the world, its people, and for God's church. During these prayers, I'm going to name some people and places and situations that some of you have asked to be included in evening prayer. There'll also be a time of silence, about 30 seconds or so, when you can lift up to God either out loud or in quiet, in silence, those things that are concerning you at the moment, the people you care for. And I encourage you to pause the recording at that point, to simply spend more time with God in prayer. And we remember that even as we come to God with our prayers, God is in the midst of each and every situation that we name. And to the bidding, Lord, in your mercy, if you would want, you can respond, hear our prayer. So let us pray. Living God, you have promised that those who mourn shall be comforted. So now we pray for those who are facing sorrow at this time. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those whose hopes have been dashed, their plans laid to waste, their dreams destroyed. Rekindle their faith in the future. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those whose loved ones have been let down, wounded by others, Betrayed by those in whom they put their trust. Save them from succumbing to bitterness or cynicism. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those wrestling with depression. Those for whom life seems empty and the future dark. Show them a light at the end of the tunnel. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are unwell, those affected by the COVID-19 virus. Those afflicted by chronic disease. Those suffering from terminal illness. Support them and their families and their loved ones through all that they face. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. 
We pray for those who grieve, those who mourn loved ones, those coming to terms with personal tragedy. Cradle them in your everlasting arms. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And at this time we remember those who are refugees, those on the move, with little or no food. We pray for tea. His mum has life-limiting cancer and they can't be together during what may be the last weeks of mum's life. For Trevor, who is very ill at home. For Al and Eight stuck a long way from home. For S in intensive care. For all workers, low paid workers whose work is proving so essential at the moment. We ask to pray for Jenny and for Pat and for Ken. And remember the Reverend Jonathan Hustler, the Secretary of the Methodist Conference, and his family following the death of his father. And we pray for Kim following the death of his mother. We pray for those in the leadership of the Methodist Church, those seeking to respond to how we can be church in a different way at the moment. We also pray for those deeply affected, most deeply affected by the cancellation of the Methodist Conference, or at least it's happening in a different format. Remembering all who were due to be ordained and received into full connection this year. And in the peace of this place, in a moment of quiet, we lift up before God those people, places and situations that weigh heavily upon us this day. And we also pray for Barbara. Loving God, hold on to all who walk through the valley of tears. Reach out to them and grant them the knowledge that you are with them, sharing their pain and moved by their sorrow. Minister the consolation that you alone can offer and give them the assurance that those who mourn shall be comforted.
Those who weep will laugh. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. And we offer all our prayers, all the people and places that we have named out loud, those that we have offered to God in silence. And we join our prayers with the prayers of all God's people as we say together the words of the Lord's Prayer, the prayer that Jesus himself gave us, praying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory for ever and ever. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that both our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that, by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ our Saviour. Amen. Light in our darkness we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night. For the love of thy only Son, our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Lord our God, at the ending of this day and in the darkness and silence of this night, cover us with healing and forgiveness, that we may take our rest in peace. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. We will lie down in peace and take our rest. For you alone, Lord, make us dwell in safety. And may the blessing of God, God the Father, God the Son and God the Holy Spirit, be upon each one of us. Be upon the people that we love and upon the people that we find difficult to love. This night, through the coming days, and into eternity. Amen. So I wish you a good night. Good dreams. And God's blessing upon you. And all in your household. Thank you.